Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today's word is entitled Success Through Spiritual Strength. Success through spiritual strength. Reading to you as you remain seated from the book of Philippians, chapter number four, and verse number 11. The Bible says, first, or excuse me, Philippians, yeah, Philippians chapter four, and verse number 11. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things. Let me hear you say all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is one of those extremely well-known and popular verses, and it should be because it's a good one. Amen. You see it all over t-shirts and coffee mugs and hats and even people on their social media post that and, and people have it written upon themselves and athletes love this verse. It's very common in our culture because it is a, um, one of those verses that has only one interpretation but so many applications wherever you're at in life that if you will trust this God, if you will give this, your heart to the Lord, and believe in him, you really can do all things through the Lord. And what this means is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It simply means successfully achieving all of God's will and his way in your life through his power at any moment. It is successfully achieving all of God's will and way in your life through his power at any moment. I feel today in our society, many people are tired. People are being worn out, exhausted, even to the point where some have been given over to hysteria in our day and age. I've heard it commonly, and if I could just sum up everything I'm trying to say with what I feel is going on in our world, in our city, and at times in our church, people call it in our word, I'm in a funk. You ever heard that? I'm not talking about playing funky music, okay? <laughs> but it'd be all right if we did. <laughs> but I'm talking about when people say that, they're telling you that they are in a great state of fear, a state of fright, deep inward subconscious terror, somehow in some kind of a dejected mood. That's being in a funk. It's like their soul has become censored and they are ultimately not their usual self. It's not just having a bad day. You can get over a bad day. It's not that everything is going wrong, but really something inside of them is not functioning well at all. And you know what I think is going on there? It's somebody deep down in their soul, they are crying out for strength from heaven. 
Somebody is saying deep down inside, I'm in a funk and I don't know how to get out of it. That is true. You can't get out of it. But with God, all things are possible and you are going to come out of it. Amen. I'm talking to somebody today. You feel like you can't get anything done these days. Too often you're waking up in the morning saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not able to do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. My Bible tells me you can do it. Amen. I used to see uh, commercials like this, weight loss commercials, people stomping their feet saying, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And one year later, they got a total makeover. I know that may be funny. And you're looking at that thinking, oh, yeah, what? Well, you know what? When you're in a bad place, a dark place and something needs to be done, sometimes you got to do it like the old Pentecostals and start stomping your foot saying, I can do it. I can do it. I can make it. And it just starts with talking to yourself. That's New Testament, you know, speaking to yourselves in spiritual songs and in spiritual hymns. And I know what song I'm going to be singing to myself this week. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Amen. That's how we got to do it to make it in this day and age. Meditating and speaking to ourselves the word of God. The name is powerful. Oh, we got a great name. The name of Jesus. The blood is powerful. We got great blood. We got a great Holy Ghost that's doing a lot of things. But when it comes to getting things done, sometimes there's another thing that we've got to bring into the name and bring into the blood and bring into the spirit. And that is the strength of almighty God. God's great strength. And if you got it, you're unstoppable. You can do anything. Samson in the book of Judges looked like a normal man, was not a bodybuilder, was not a power lifter. You ever see those guys that are throwing kegs like over big tall buildings? Can bench press 900 pounds, deadlift 2,000 pounds, squatting all of that stuff. It's amazing to watch them. Samson was not like that, looked like a normal man. But when God would move upon him, a supernatural strength like a mighty angel would come upon him and he could take down lions and bears with that type of strength. That's tough. A lion, a bear without a loaded weapon like we would have nowadays, but with his bare hands could take down lions and bears. One day against the enemies, the Philistines, he caught 300 foxes and tied their tails together and put a torch in between those tails and set all the fields on fire. That's strong. Normal men cannot do that, but with the strength of the Lord, he could. And one day the enemy arose up against him, thousands of them, and he didn't have any weapons, but he looked and saw the carcass of a donkey and took the jawbone right there and slew a thousand enemy soldiers. But at his weakest moments, when he failed, when he had sinned, he's up there between the columns and he doesn't complain. He doesn't gripe. You know what he does? He prays and he calls out to the Lord at one moment and says, God, give me strength one last time to avenge my enemies. And at the weakest moment of his life, God gave him the strength that he needed. 
It was an Old Testament thing back then. He was on a Nazarite vow, and men could not let a razor come upon their heads. Otherwise, they would lose the vow. And that's what happened to Samson. He gave his secret to a woman, an enemy that he shouldn't have been with, and she shaved his head and lost all of his strength. But the Bible said that hair on his head began to come back. And I've come to tell somebody, you may have failed. You have may have, may have making mistakes. But if you will pray what gave you strength before, it will grow back. It will come back. And you can be victorious. Amen. And he pushed those pillars down. And it said the greatest victory that he had in his life happened at that moment. 3,000 enemy soldiers of the Philistines were taken in that day. At his weakest, God was at his greatest through him. Amen. And that strength is with us here today. Praise the Lord. Even Jesus himself, he's there the night before he would be crucified. He's in the garden and he's praying. And the Bible said he started sweating great drops of blood. So much so that an angel from heaven had to come down and to strengthen him. And through the strength of heaven, the Lord was able to endure Gethsemane. He was able to endure the false trial. He was able to endure the false witnesses. He was able to endure being uh, brought before Pilate and all of the crowd. He was able to endure with the strength right there from heaven to be scourged and to be whipped and ultimately crucified and die and go down into hell so you and I wouldn't have to. And his body right there in that grave and with the strength of the Lord from heaven, he was able to come up out of that grave and he is alive forevermore. I'm talking about a strength that'll get you through false trials and hard times. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The apostle Paul who wrote this, his ministry lasted for 35 years. And in those 35 years, he started directly himself, 20 churches, at least 20 churches. And no telling how many he started through his own disciples that he mentored. I'll set it in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. 23. He said, out of all the apostles, I've been whipped the most. I've been punished the most. I've been in prison longer than any of them. And even at times I died and came back. But through the strength of the Lord, I can do all things through Christ. How does one man take down a thousand? How does one man take on all the sins of the world? How does one man go and evangelize a dark world, the Gentile world, which we are a benefit of to this day? How does that happen? It's the name. It's the spirit. It's the blood. But the element that oftentimes we miss, it is the strength of the Lord. It is God's strength inside of us, working through us to do things that we normally cannot do. I remember when I was a teenager, I don't know how many other people in the youth group that may have saw this, but I remember, I'm an eyewitness of this. I looked up on the platform at youth convention back in the 90s, and I saw one of the praise singers doing like we call it, cutting a rug before the Lord, right? And she started shouting and twirling and started getting close to the edge. And I remember thinking, oh, she's going to fall. I watched as she took one step off that platform and didn't fall and another foot and she stood right there in the middle of the air and kept twirling and shouting, eventually getting back on the platform. I don't know if she ever knew that she did that. I don't know if anybody else saw, but I was only about 20 feet away and I'm an eyewitness of that. You know what that was? Getting caught up in the supernatural power of God so that her worship could not be interrupted. All that strength. 
You ever wonder how you're able to pay your bills and you look at your accounts and you're like, I don't know how I had money for this, but I'm tithing, I'm giving, and all of a sudden I'm able to pay the bills. You know what that is? That is the strength of the Lord to do things that you normally cannot do. There's a brother in this church. I remember he told me a few years ago, he said, I've got horrible back pain. This brother's here today. I talked to him this morning. He said, I've got horrible back pain. But every time I come into church, the pain leaves. I'm able to worship with no pain. I'm able to sit down with no pain. I'm able to stand up with no pain. I'm able to walk around the church with no pain. But when I get out of the doors, all of a sudden the pain is back. But I come back in the house of the Lord and the pain is gone. Now, I just like the Lord to heal. I just like the Lord to deliver. And maybe that will happen someday. But well, you know what I think is going on there? It's God's sign to him and to his family and to other people that there is going to come a day that only truly in the presence of the Lord in heaven, where there is going to be full wholeness, where there's going to be restoration and complete healing. And it's a sign to him. You'll never have it out in the world, but you're always going to have it in here. There is a difference what happens in here than out there in the world. Amen. I'm talking about staying strong and determined in the presence of the Lord. When you feel weak and you feel like you can't, God is up there saying in heaven, if I could do it, you can do it. If I walked in your shoes because he was touched with all the feelings of our infirmities, if he could do it, you and I can do it. Amen. We got to quit relying upon ourselves, church. I think that happens in life. We don't truly know the benefits of what all God has for us, right? I remember a few years ago, I got in a little bit of an auto accident, and uh, I called up thinking I would only get this amount. He said, oh, no, in your policy, did you know you could do this, and you should have been doing this, and you could have had this free this and free that, and all these bells and whistles in my account that I didn't know about. I thought I could have had so much more money by now if I would have just read the fine print of what all is available to me. And God's strength is just like that. And if you're like me, I'm the type of guy, I wake up, I don't care what the weather is like. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Let me tell you something. There's going to be days when you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. And if it's not for the help of the Lord, you cannot accomplish it. God wants us to be dependable upon him. He wants us to reach out to him and believe him for anything that he could do in our lives. We have benefits through God. If you've been living with pain for too long, it's time for you to believe that God can heal it. You've been living with discouragement for too long. It's time to give that to the Lord. You've been depressed for too long. It's time to give it to the Lord. A lot of us got too much pride to talk about our problems. And we think I'm going to act good in church because God is so good and he's so worthy. And I don't want to bring my problems into the house of the Lord. You know, God bless you for thinking that way. I'm sure other people like that. But you know what? You're in a safe place to confess what is going on. You know, most of us ask, how you doing? How you doing? And the common reply is, I'm doing great. I am so blessed. And uh, I try not to ask that question too much because... Not too long ago, I asked somebody, how are you doing? And they told me how they were really doing it. Ooh, let me tell you. I can handle it. I love it. 
started telling me all the problems in their life. I mean, everything was going wrong that could possibly go wrong. And I just shook this person's hand and we began to pray. And you know what I prayed? I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. There's somebody in this room today, probably many people, you've been saying for too long, I can't, I can't, I can't. And the truth is you can't. But you know who can? The Lord. And he wants to do it through you. He wants to get it done through you. Impossible things in your own life and in your personal life that you never thought could be accomplished. But through the help of the Lord, if you will walk with him and trust him, it can be accomplished. You're in a church as a whole that has lived that and believed through that. Since the 1950s, in the beginning of this, we've had church relocations, church growth, miracles happen, prosperity happen, even through dark and troublesome trying times. But through the strength of the Lord, we have prevailed and we have overcome. And we're here today, here on this Sunday in June in 2023, worshiping the Lord. There's prophetic promises upon this church. And God is saying, if you will trust me with my strength you can overcome, and you can do it in Jesus' name. Mm. I remember I was at a uh, country church. I don't know why all my stories are at country churches, but anything can happen. Of course, when I'm at those churches, I tell stories about what happened at the Life Church. Amen. And uh, this pastor gets up to introduce me, and he said, I feel the presence of the Lord, and with God's help, we're going to get her done. You know that phrase, get her done? I know that's got an overtone and kind of tongue-in-cheek with what it says, but you know what? When that pastor said that, I felt just kind of a push in my spirit, and I believe something is going to happen today in this service. Amen. We're going to get her done. What he's saying is we're not going to leave here incomplete. We're not going to leave here unfinished, but with the help of the Lord, anything that you want to see happen, church, it's going to happen. Praise the Lord. And uh, worship service had already happened. It was time for the preaching. I get up there and get the mic. And I noticed in the middle of the church, there was a mother and about three or four kids. And a man walked down in the middle of service and sat there right by that woman. And just observing, I could tell the mother was on fire for God and the children were on fire for God, but the husband was not. And I'll just be honest, it's just us here today. When he sat down, I'm only about 10 or 15 feet away from that man in that small country church, I could smell alcohol. Up there on the pulpit, could smell it. I looked down at that man, and he just kept his arms folded the entire service. But the altar call came, and everybody came forward except one man, and you guessed it, that man who came in late. And uh, by the way, if you try to hide in church, don't think for one minute you can hide. God is the best at seeking. And, and uh, the Lord just spoke to me and said, go back there and just pray for that man. I went back there. I was only about 21, 22. I just went back there and shook his hand. And I said, uh, hello, how you doing? And he told me how he was doing. Life was a mess. And I just said, sir, I quoted the scripture. I love this scripture. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ. And the addictions that you have, you can't get rid of them on your own, but through Christ, you can do it. I said, is God sober? He said, of course he is. I said, then you can be sober. 
I said, we're the bride of Christ. Does God love the bride of Christ? He said, of course he does. I said, you can love your wife. I said, does God love his children? He said, of course he does. I said, you can love your children. You can start doing it through Christ. And I looked in the eyes of a man who kept his arms folded the entire service. All of a sudden, a tear came out. And that's where it starts. And I said, let's pray. And I put my hands on his head and started to pray for him. And I watched as those arms unfolded and tears started coming out of his eyes and the smell of liquor left him. Literally, I couldn't smell it anymore. The smell of tobacco left him. I saw that man stand up and begin to talk in tongues. And as Bishop says, the big Holy Ghost, his hair was shaking. He started talking in tongues. Praise God. Because he started believing he could do it through the strength of the Lord. And it didn't just stop there. I saw that man walk up there and hug his wife. And before all, he apologized and confessed his sins to his wife. He started hugging on his kids. And I watched in a single moment a family restored. That's the strength of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Oh, clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God. Hallelujah. I know we got great verses that say things like, wait upon the Lord and he will renew your strength. But there are sometimes in life, it's not waiting that's going to get it done. I know God can do all things, but there are times in life and certain situations where God wants you to start doing all things. How do you get this great strength? I believe there are three key elements to this. Number one is love. Bible says in Deuteronomy 6, 5, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. It is amazing when you love the Lord with all three of these in unity, how much you can get done. When you love the Lord with all your heart, his love fills your heart. And the pain and misery and sorrow it leaves deep down in your soul. When you love the Lord, the soul is restored and yes, the strength. Amen. When you have the love of God, it's easy to get out of bed in the morning. It's easy to go to work. It's easy to be a family person. It's easy to be a good neighbor. It's easy to serve the Lord with all of your strength. If you've got the love, the love of God, the next thing is less of me, less of me, less of ourselves. Second Corinthians 12, nine, the strength of the Lord is made perfect in our weakness, meaning less of ourselves. The day you start saying, I can't do it without him. That's the day you start seeing things done. Amen. When you give up on yourself and put your total confidence in God, that's when it starts to happen. Amen. And lastly, know God. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 it says, the people who know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. There's many other reasons, but for today, if we will focus on those three things, the thing that you have been saying, I can't do it, you can start to do it. If you will love this God, less of yourself, and ultimately know this God, you can start seeing things done through the strength of the Lord. Don't just sit and watch and wait on the Lord. Some days you've got to get up and take action. Maybe you've been wondering why things aren't working out for you. It could be perhaps you've been trying to do it without God. 
It's not I can just do all things because I want to do all things. Oh, no, it's I get to do all things because God is there who is strengthening me. And you know what? He wants the credit for it. He wants the glory for it. And that's why sometimes it feels like God has forgotten about us or he's late. Oh, no, it's his timing. He's doing it in a way so that when it does get done through you, you can't say, I did it, I did it, I did it. No, it's, I don't know how I did it, but it happened. And right at the nick of time, and there was no way I could have done it, no way in the world I could have done it, but it was done and designed in a way so that only God could have done it. God wants to take this church from an I can't to an I can. I heard it recently. Guys, young, thinking about the future, thinking about getting married, he told me, he said, Pastor Justin, I can't be a good dad. I said, well, maybe not today. You start putting the work in, start learning how to be a good man and a good father. Yes, you can through the strength of the Lord. It's a fear even with women. They can't feel like they can't be a good mother, feel like they can't be a good wife, feel like they can't be a good husband. People feel like they can't be spiritual. It's because your whole life you were told you couldn't. You couldn't make it, and the devil's been lying to you, saying you can't even do the very basic things of the foundation in the Bible. I'm here to tell you with the strength of the Lord, you can. You can do it. You know, there's a lot of prayers that I've asked God for and never have gotten an answer, most of them because I didn't ask it according to his will. <laughs> you mark it down, you ask God for strength, he'll give it to you every time. That natural force that comes from heaven inside of you to accomplish his will and his way to achieve spiritual success, it can happen. You've got access to it. You've been baptized. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a part of the benefit package to have the strength of the Lord. And you can say, I'm going to get her done. I'm going to get after it. I'm not going to sit and wait any longer. I'm going to do it. Another key to getting things done in this day and time to accomplish is you learn how to get it done. No matter when things are bad or when things are good, you just simply remain steadfast. So Paul said in his walk with the Lord, he said, I learned how to be abased. I learned how to be to abound. I learned how to work when I was full. I knew learned how to do it even when I was hungry. What he was saying was, I knew how to win souls when I was out of prison. I knew how to make souls, make disciples when I was in prison. I learned how to receive healing when I was in, when I was out, when I was up, when I was down. He constantly walked with the strength of the Lord. Some things you want, they won't come immediately. Some things are long-term, but with the accomplishment of the Lord through his strength, you can get it done. When things are going good at work, you can still be productive. When things are going bad at work, you can still be productive. I'm telling you what, I talked to a man in our church this week. He said, I don't know what is going on, but they're not talking to us. There's a lot of secret meetings. I'm even thinking about getting a new job. I've, 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 I don't know what's going on. There's something happening with corporate and this and this and this. I said, well, how are you doing? He said, I don't know how, but I get up and pray every morning and God is helping me be productive of number one in my department. You know what that is? Strength during a tough time. Mm. Some of us in here are discipleship teachers. 
Some of us in here are part of our kids staff and youth staff and singing choir and you wouldn't know it, but some of us are living in chronic pain and getting up and down and doing the work and the will of God in chronic pain where bad things are happening. I've come to tell you that the Lord has seen that and is going to reward you someday for remaining steadfast and keeping after it. Oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Praise God. Praise God. Mm. I just feel something's building right now in somebody's mind and heart. And you're starting to talk to yourself. That's why it's a little quiet right now. We're thinking to ourselves right now. I could do all things through Christ. Amen. Every hand raised right now. I feel the Lord is wanting to do something so special for somebody. The beginning of something so great and so powerful through the Lord. I come against the lies of the devil and I release faith right now in the house today. Strength is coming to the people to prevail and to overcome in Jesus name. Praise God. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Oh, his strength is so perfect. I, um, Received a letter in the mail in the wake of the lockdowns. And when I looked at the letter, it was written in a way that I'd never seen before. It was the longest uh, return address I'd ever seen. It was from a prison in Texas. A man wrote me from prison. We'll just call him Mike. And I opened up the letter and I was so shocked to see these handwritten notes. And I thought, I recognize this. And as I was reading, it was things that I had preached going back maybe two or three years. And towards the end of the letter, I realized that somehow this man was getting some of the things I preached through the media while he was there in prison. And he said, Brother Justin, he said, your preaching has meant so much to me in the church up there. He said, I don't know why I'm just drawn to you, but he said, I found it. It was available somehow. I was able to get it. And I've been listening to this church a lot. He said, I feel so hopeless here in prison. He said, it's been hard to contact God. He said, I feel like I haven't heard from God in years, but I still keep praying. He said, I'm in trouble. I've got men in this prison that are after me that want to take away my life. He said, I feel so oppressed. And he said, ultimately, I still feel like the devil is still working in my life. And that's something about the devil. It never lets you go. Even in prison, the devil can't just say, oh, I've had enough. I'll go No, he still wants to destroy life even there. But let me tell you, if the devil can get into prison, God can get into prison. And I kept writing Mike, and he would write back to me. I never thought I would ever do that. But through the workings of the Lord, I was able to minister to that man through letters. I felt like Apostle Paul writing those letters. And I saw after month, after month, after month, Mike's letters went from, I can't do it. I feel so oppressed. I'm in such a dark place to, hey, check out what I found new in the Bible today. I've taught a Bible study to some of the other, uh, <laughs> those incarcerated with me. And after about a year, baptized his first guy there in prison. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> He 
You can be in prison like Paul was when he wrote Philippians and still say and believe and have it happen in your life. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I prayed this morning up here in the altar as I walked across. It's amazing. I'll get here usually about 6.45, 7 a.m. All alone in here. But as I walk in here, I feel you already here with me. And I could see some of your faces in my mind as I was praying. And I said, God, give them strength. They got the revelation of the name. They got the revelation of the blood. They got the revelation of the spirit. But the thing that is lacking is the strength of the Lord. It's supernatural like Samson had. It's supernatural like David had to take down giants and to take down armies when he was outnumbered 100 to 1. It's the strength that Elijah had, like I said earlier, who was able to take on 900 prophets all on his own. In Jerusalem, they have a word, a term that they call it chutzpah. And it simply means to have the strength of the Lord to be able to do things that you normally cannot do. And I believe today that we are in a different season of miracles this week, and it's accomplishing things that you would normally not be able to do, and you're going to do it through the strength of the Lord. Since February, I had a sister come up to me, and she said, in the last three months, I've seen more demons come out of people at this altar than I have in my whole life. <laughs> you know, that's funny, but you know what? God is visiting the Life Church. And anybody who gets baptized, I believe it's a powerful experience, but I've been noticing people that have been getting baptized lately, the last few months, it's like a transformation already happens right there in the water. I've been seeing people get the Holy Ghost in this altar and it's like, boom, they're getting it quickly. People with not necessarily the most exuberant personalities are coming up here and praying in a way that they never thought they could and never thought they would ever hope to accomplish. And God has given people like that the gift of the Holy Ghost. They're prophesying. They're seeing miracles happen in their own life. You know what's going on is we are building a New Testament church. <laughs> Don't think for one minute that this season we're in is just for new believers and new disciples. Oh, no. It's for those that have been in church for five minutes and those who have been in church for 50 years. I'm talking to somebody you feel like you've not been able to do it for a long time. But through God's help, what you've been wanting to do, that one thing, those many things, whatever it may be, the strength of the Lord is going to prevail through it. Let's all stand in his presence. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel his strength here. I love talking to people before church out there in that narthex. I love shaking hands, hugging necks. Before church, that's usually where I am. You want to talk to me or down here in the altar afterwards. It's amazing the shift and change in our hearts that happen before and after church. A lot of people before church come in feeling like they can't. But it seems like after church in the altar call when we're all talking and laughing, whatever, you know what's going on? God is strengthening the church. And you walk out those doors differently. We come to church to be strengthened. And that's what the power of a good altar call will do for you. It'll make you believe in yourself again. It'll make you believe in God's will in your life again. But today I feel it. A supernatural strength is coming down from heaven. 
If you're hungry for that strength, this altar call is for you. If you're tired of feeling like you can't, this altar call is for you. I wouldn't worry about what anybody thinks. Get up here as fast as you can right now. It's the strength of the Lord is how you are going to get it done. It is the strength of the Lord that's going to help you to do all things. Not just a few things, but all things. When's the last time you poured out your love to the Lord with all your strength today? When's the last time, amen, you poured it all out to the Lord and say, God, it's not me, but you. Let go of yourself. Let go of your pride. Let go of your own inhibition and say, Lord, only your strength I can do him. And make a commitment to get to know this God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody who feels like they're giving up. No, don't give up yet. His strength, amen, wants to work through the weakness. His strength wants to work through the failure. Hallelujah. When you're at the lowest of the low, that's when God does his best. Hallelujah. I say unto you, success is coming your way through the spiritual strength of heaven. Come on, there's a Samson in here. There really, really, truly is a Samson in here. Hallelujah, don't quit fighting. Don't give up, don't quit. It's not over yet. Oh, the battle is the Lord's. Hallelujah, believe it, believe it, believe it. Come on, learn to do it through bad days. Learn to do it through good days. Learn to let the strength, amen, of the Lord prevail through you through all times. Hallelujah. In season, out of season. Hallelujah. Amen. We will do exploits to reach this generation. We will know this God and his strength will be upon us. Hallelujah. Weakness is leaving your body right now and strength is coming down. A new confidence is being reborn in you right now today. Praise God. That's right, you can't get rid of the addiction. The strength of the Lord will help you. Keep on fighting it. Keep on getting after it. Hallelujah. With the strength of the Lord, the person you want to be, you can be it. The Lord will work with you. The Lord will help you. Hallelujah. Don't ever quit praying for the people you love. I pray, amen, the strength of a powerful intercessor would fall upon a mother, a grandmother today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. But he can't do it. Thank he you can for listening do to this it. message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.